I will be proud to lead you wonderful guys into battle anytime, anywhere. That's all. two strikes spores kicks and fires he struck him out looking it's over it's over the rangers have won the world series ranger fans you're not dreaming the rangers are the world series champions where are we at in society today come after me i'm a man i'm 40 appreciate that question it's the miracle on ice it's Tiger in 05. It's history in the making. This is the Drake Toll Show. KSL Drake Toll Show. Cameron Stewart, Aaron Sexton runs the board. This is the Drake Toll Show. The University of Arkansas Razorbacks have hired Bobby Petrino as the new offensive coordinator of the program. The Baylor Bears, in search of an offensive coordinator of their own, as Dave Aranda will stay the head coach. The Dallas Cowboys will play football this week, and Texas high school football rolls on as usual. Let's let's start here. I want to get into a bit off the top of the show of this Dave Aranda-Mac Rhodes thing, which won't occupy our entire two hours together from 12 to 2 today. Bobby Petrino. Bobby Petrino. Is the new OC at Arkansas. Did you ever think you'd see it again? I remember where I was when Petrino was fired. I was young enough to cry. I didn't understand. I didn't really understand. Like, dude, you know, people do some bad things sometimes. I like winning you football were, You games. were such a good Christian. You were like, shouldn't Daddy, shouldn't he get a second chance? Which, come to find out, I was correct. He should get a second chance, and did, just 12 years later. I remember crying, being so upset that this great football coach, this great football team was going to go to the crapper because Bobby Petrino was no longer there. I didn't know. I was like, hey, you know, whatever. Let Give the guy a second chance. And again, over a decade later, that's what the university does. He was having relations with a volleyball player. Said volleyball player graduates from the program, and he hires her on his staff <laughs> To continue having relations while he had a wife. Well, I mean. Then she's on the back of his motorcycle. He crashes it. He says that she was a witness. Just a really bloody witness. Just so happened to be walking by. This staffer. And lied about everything all the way. Only to be rehired. He was relating with a volleyball player. And then hiring her on staff to continue relating while he had a wife. And he's, re- he's been hired again at the university. What it makes me think, what is the statute of limitations <laughs> on doing terrible, awful things? Rick Pitino, still a coach. Bobby Petrino. Yeah, man. These things in college athletics, time heals all for most. A coach most. at the school that he did it at. That is incredible, by the way. It is. That it's at the same school. One of the great stories in college football. One of the great comeback stories in college football. And and not necessarily such a a moral thing of those ones, but John Calipari left 
every place worse kind of than he found it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he made them better during the time, of course, but they always left with scandal. And I don't think Petrino always saying, has a job. Nobody's saying Petrino learned a lesson. Nobody's looking around nah. going, good guy, stand up, dude. New guy. Arkansas fans everywhere. I'd say 90% of Arkansas fans are over the moon with this, running through brick walls. Petrino tweeted today, um, this is for us, number 15, a picture of him and Ryan Mallett. Perfect PR. Let's go home. Everybody just, oh, yes. Perfect PR. Every Arkansas fan loves this, except for the three or four. They're like, wait a second. Wasn't he doing that volleyball player who he hired on staff? And the university's like, you and know And then, what? of course, there are some that are saying, like, are you going to bring Ryan Mallett back? We don't have to talk about that part. He's a good football Quarterback coach. Quarterback coach. And winning is apex. This is a decision where you have to you have to win coming. You, like you can't. You gotta win. Yeah, this isn't a. It's an absolute out. disaster if it doesn't work it's out. And it, it's a similar. I mean, it's a similar situation to what Baylor's in right now. Use your of phone. Sam Pittman. With I, I'm having to restart the computer. <laughs> Sam Pittman is like on on borrowed time here, one year, and he's like, you know what? It, like now you is the what? time. I got to try it. That's it. I got to bring out the big guns. I got to do it. We're bringing back Bobby Petrino. And, subs- and everyone's like, I'm in. Subsequently, their starting quarterback and all-time leading quarterback has transferred. So another, yet another school that makes a coaching decision and the quarterback leaves, a la the oh, Baylor right. Bears. Petrino is the head coach there. It begs the question, and you can't get into the situation where you start to compare scandals. Uh-oh, but we're going to do it. But, but we're going to do it. Jeff Lebby's coaching college football. Kendall Bryles is coaching yep. college football. Kaz Kazadi's coaching college football. Philip Montgomery's coaching college football. Dino Baber's coaching college football. John Bobby Petrino's coaching college football. What's the guy? Ole Miss. Uh, Beard. Chris Beard still has a job in college athletics. The, the monkey pole guy still has a job in college athletics. It might be a head coach at Houston. He's in the running. Uh, then Rick Petino, who was hiring escorts for his recruits. To have relations Always with. for the kids. Always doing it for the kids. Hugh Freeze is in the same conference, in the same division as a school that he was using their issued, government-issued telephone to ring over escorts for himself and or others, then blamed it on the coach before oh, him, man. only to be fired. Lane Kiffin has a 24-year-old girlfriend. We have decided Georgia has three players arrested every offseason for something. We have decided, we have decided that morals don't exist in college football and they really don't have to. Have they ever, in a way? Maybe they have not. They did for Grant Taft, as yes, we've learned they in the last did. No, eight hours. They did, to be fair, they did. What is then the statute of limitations when I would, I would make the argument there are guys who were deeper in the trenches of the Art Bryles scandal than Art Bryles. He obviously has to take the fall because he's the head man. Ian McCaw has a job. Ken Starr had no problem representing yep. the president of the United States after this. And there were institutional issues at Baylor. Obviously, Art got a big fat sum of money and an apology letter. What is the statute of limitations for that guy? I, I've, we've said it on this program before. I am stunned that he hasn't been a coach in major college football since. Like, genuinely stunned. And that's like whatever you think about the situation because of what you just listed right there. Everyone gets jobs again. Yeah. It's it's like college athletics has like ten coaches in it. They just need to keep going yeah. back to it. Yeah. 
Like, yeah, this guy won. This guy beat Alabama. And he did, he did call he called the red light district on his university phone. But, yeah, yeah. but he beat Alabama yeah. two years in a row. I gotta think though, especially with Petrino going not just Petrino getting a major job, which he had last year this year at AM as the OC, but going back to the school that he did this to. Yeah. That Art has to be getting calls. He just has to be. And and, when, and for some reason that has been the name that was just so poisonous. You know, because we've, we, you know, we tried to get on at what Southern Miss, yep, uh, with Hugh Jackson Grambling and, State. and Grambling and then uh, and the uh, CFL team Hamilton Hamilton Tiger Cats, yeah, and like within a day they're like, no, we touched the third rail. This is gone. He's gone. Please come watch our games. He's done. He's not here. Mm-hmm. And that you haven't had to see that with other coaches. No one's boycotting TCU games for having no. a, a Bryles OC. No, no one's going to boycott Mississippi State games. And, I, and again, no one did it with Hugh Freeze. No we, one did it with Chris Beard. We have read the text messages. These guys were sending things that were doubly egregious from yeah. the evidence that's come oh, out about yeah. Art Bryles. Now, if Art Bryles isn't coaching, these guys shouldn't be coaching. And you can make an argue. You can make an argument strongly that none of them should be coaching. I'm not coming out here to no, say that Art Bryles needs to be a coach right now somewhere. I'm saying if Jeff Levy can do it without any, any fear of repercussion. I mean, we haven't even, he's been the coach. He was hired, what, Sunday night? We haven't heard word one no. about, oh, really? This guy's involved with the scandal. Like, nope, nothing. A&M fans put up more of a stink over hiring what they think was a loser over what Mississippi State fans have said about Jeff Levy's involvement in Correct. the Baylor scandal. Correct. And the other guy with the last name, Bryles, he's had no issues. You got nope. Nobody's boycotting the TCU games. You and I showed up to a TCU. Oh, but boo-hoo, he hasn't been the head coach yet. Mm-hmm. He's gotten some of the best offensive coordinator jobs in the nation. He's worked under Lane Kiffin. Yep. He's at Arkansas with Bobby Petrino's post. And now at TCU, the team that went to the national championship game the year before. It is proof you can do almost everything you want. This is not the equivalent of Baylor hiring Bryles as his offensive coordinator, but damn, it toes that line. It's not that far off. It toes that line. It, it's it's not that far off, which kind of leads me to the question of, let's just say, let's just put it out there. Let's just say Dave calls up Art, Art Bryles tomorrow. Oh, no. Where is this going? It says, man, it's yours if you want it. Oh, jeez. Does Art Bryles even say yes? Yeah, I think so. I, I believe that's just like I an told, ultimate I told get back at you. Yeah, I told you this off. This is the it, him coming to Baylor would be a bigger middle finger than him going to A and M. Yeah, him being the OC. At yeah, Baylor because be he wants a bigger middle finger to Baylor because he wants to stick it to the regions. He wants to stick it to us, the fans. Mm-hmm. Even if we do believe that he should have been canned. Kim Mulkey, same thing. She doesn't want to stick it to the fans. Right. She wants to stick it to Mac Rhodes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She just doesn't care if the fans suffer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, really. She, yeah. yeah that no, that's not true. a concern. Right. With so it makes me think when when teams hire Bobby Petrino as their OC, the Art Bryles situation, and and again I, I'm not going to compare scandals here, but with with what Art did, that it has been decided legally that institutionally there was a, a major issue mm-hmm. that it started with the AD, it started with the Title IX office, or problem. It, yeah. it start it really if you talk about the root, where just the people in the trenches, it's Jeff Levy and Kendall Bryles, Kazkazadi, mm-hmm. those guys are right there in the thick of this thing. And they all got let off scot-free in the end. They all got let off scot-free in the end. And it was an institutional issue. Petrino's was a personal issue. It had nothing to do with the University of Arkansas. 
He was doing the volleyball player. Yeah, then it was hired, isolated. Yeah. Then he hired her on his right. staff at the right. university. He gave her a job to continue cheating on his wife with this woman. And now the same university has hired him. And guess what the reaction is? By God, we're going to be so good next year. That offense is going to be crazy. Bringing it back. I cannot wait. He's my favorite head coach Arkansas has ever had. That's that's the public reaction. Whoopee. And to be honest with you, I think we are to a point now, and it's going to take, Ooh. give it four or five years, but that name Art Bryles, if, if and it'll never, it will never happen. We'll ne- I'm not even going to make the case that it could happen. But in the, but could it? In the wild, 0.001% chance that Art Bryles is ever associated with Baylor University again, I think you get a very similar reaction from a whole lot of Baylor fans. Oh, 80% yeah, of Baylor man. fans would be, hot damn, we're going to be throwing the football game, we're going to yeah. be scoring so many points, we're going to have quarterbacks. That'd be the it, it. It's the statute of limitations. There comes be, a point a decade be. later where people just they, they forgive you because they want to win that. Yeah, battle. I was gonna say it, it would be kind of the the exact opposite of what we've been saying about the athletic department this week. If they, for some godforsaken reason, hired hired Art Bryles again, that would be the ultimate. Nope, we're not standing for mediocrity. We don't care what it takes. Yeah, we don't care what it. Tony takes. makes a great point here. Dave Bliss continued coaching. He did. Yeah. He was blaming things on too. a dead guy yeah, so that he could keep yeah. his job. Dave Bliss kept coaching. He was uh, coaching here in the great state of Texas, I believe. He was in Vegas recently, ago. too. He yeah. was coaching high school ball in Vegas. How about uh, What was that story? He Was co- was at Bryan College Station. He was coaching at some Christian high school. High school yeah. And they left, violated the rules again. They, so they left. They already left way. UIL. Then he violated the rules at this Christian high school, but like six months within getting there. So they left TAPS. To just create their own thing. They were so they were married. They were so stood by him. They were like, oh, we don't. Because he played a legal play, played like a 21-year-old. They are like, oh, <laughs> can't do that, Dave. The man likes to win. You can't argue against that. He does like to win. He had a heck of a way of showing it at Baylor, by the way. Uh, here's this. Before we jump into the next segment, we're going to get to high school football. Franklin, Lorena, Marlon. I know Marlon's got uh, Toler this week. Mart. Tomorrow, yeah. Still on their march for a state championship. Mac Rhodes on NIL. Says this, Cam. When asked by Jerry Hill, what about NIL? Max says, we're in a better place on NIL, but are ramping up this area across the board in our department. It is interesting, but I think because of roster size, the NIL market for sports like men's basketball materializes much quicker than football. That makes sense. Yes. Sure. Yep. Yep. He says, NIL is one component of modern day roster construction with balancing the transfer portal, high school and junior college recruiting as well. The balancing of all this is where I really value Dave. <clears throat> Mac Rhodes says, the balancing of all of this is where I really value Dave having an analytical mind. All of our coaches, really. We're blessed to have really smart, high-competency coaches. Let me back it up a little bit here. Let me put it in reverse. Mac Rhodes says, The balancing of all this is where I really value Dave having an analytical mind. Here's what Dave Aranda says on NIL. I think the main, probably one of the main problems with all this has been me. One of the things that has always been a struggle. Why is he drunk now? <laughs> one of the things that's always been a struggle is the way to balance it. The labeling and the judgment that comes when you're in a transactional thing. Mac Rhodes says in a statement this week, we're keeping Dave Aranda. And I'm excited because he's good at NIL. And then somebody turns the mic and says, Dave, what do you have to say? I don't really, I don't really know if I'm good at the NIL thing. <laughs> what? I'm really uncomfortable with yes. the transactional nature. Or some almost... Word for word, something like that. The athletic director says 
I am confident in Dave Aranda because of how he can handle NIL with his analytical because mind. He's, I mean, first off, just that in a vacuum without the Dave stuff is like, why does his analytical mind make him good at like recruiting and bringing and guys then, in for money? I don't get that. And then Dave Aranda says, I am not confident in Dave Aranda that. Yeah. with NIL because of my analytical mind. That is that's the current Dang, what state. a curse. What a blessing and a curse, that great analytical mind he's got. The current state of Baylor Athletics. Can't expect me to go three and nine and is the AD, figure out how to pay players. Is the AD saying, I love our head coach because of what he can do in the NIL. And the head coach saying, I don't. I hate this. That's the one thing I suck oh, at. Oh, that is, is this us now? That is the state of Baylor Athletics. Where the head coach doesn't want to do NIL, and the week again, it's Mac playing weekend at Bernie's. He's just rolling Dave out there. Look at him, guys. He's good at NIL. Look at him. Look at him. And Dave's going, please, no, 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 please, no more. Uh, those two quotes, those two quotes coupled together are the epitome of what I felt. In that's the last what this is. 72 yeah, hours. I was going to say, that's what this week is right there. That is a beautiful Jackson Posey by Jackson Posey on Twitter is the one that found that first that heard the Matt quote and thought that that's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. I feel like I've heard these buzzwords before. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's all that is to say. If you're a Baylor fan, buckle up, buddy. Oh, it's gonna be get ready to learn basketball, buddy. It's gonna be. Would you quickly before we go to break? Would you trade three and nine in football every year for a Final Four? Every year. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Baylor is officially a basketball school. Coming up. Because I said so. Lorena. High school football and Franklin. Franklin this week. Uh, you have Marlin. You have March. You got a couple of these Central Texas schools that are still competing for state championships. Let's talk about who's got the best odds to win it all right now. This is the Drake Toll Show. Baylor Bear Basketball, all season long, here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor Basketball, Saturday in the Farrell Center versus Northwestern State. 4.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 5 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear Basketball, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, the Tom Evos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. 
Since 2001, Ross Insurance Agency has provided Central Texans with quality, reliable, and timely insurance services. An independent agency, Ross Insurance Agency writes personal, commercial, and life insurance policies, once for events, and also for long-term disability care. They believe values matter, and their relationships with clients span generations. They'll make sure you are covered. Ross Insurance Agency, 254-224-6430, and at rossinsuranceagencywaco.com. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Road trip. Take a road trip to Genco. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rate. Every closed loan is entered for a chance to change their loan rate to 0%. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoSCU.org, member NCUA. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, 46 years in a row. Come to the largest showroom in Texas and experience better at Bird Colgen Ford. Give me that old time screaming and shouting. Go up, tell it on the mountain. Faith too strong to be left out in way of the trying God. hitting over there well i have to hit myself or else i'm gonna hit something else i feel in the spirit of god i need to injure myself i feel in the spirit of god this is the worst thing i've ever experienced spotify rap came out today if it just won't spotify the user, user, you most no likely reason. have gotten your wrapped and been able to see the music that you listen to the most this year how many minutes you listen to what were your top genres your top artists your top songs my number one song in 2023 way of the triune god by tyler childers Tomorrow we'll play all Cam's number one music. Some of the some of the comeback music today will be very not fitting for a sports radio show. But let's see how maniacal our music tastes truly are. Lorena and Franklin this Friday night. The Leopards. You and I got to see them up close and personal. Calling their game against Columbus. We'll be again on the call on Shooter FM six thirty pregame show on Friday night. 
from Georgetown. If you're a Central Texan and you're a maniac, you just love high school football. You don't even football, need to be a maniac. Or do you love great, football? Man. That's not that far of a drive to go see a banger of a game. I mean, a huge game. I mean, it's got to be the best game outside of like 6A. Yeah. A rematch. Well, you, think, you think about a rematch, a top 10 matchup. Both of these teams, this is last week could have been considered a state championship had Franklin been there. I mean, those are the three teams to me that are rulers in the 3A Franklin, Lorena, and Columbus. And Lorena beat Columbus 42 to 14, 42 to 21. Yeah, and it was really Franklin and Columbus were the two you were talking about all year. Yep, yep. yep. And Lorena's come and beat both of them so far this year. Lorena beat Franklin. Now, here's the tricky part is the win that Lorena had over Franklin earlier this year. Not fluky. Lorena got it done in the end, down 14 and a half, came back and won it on a walk-off field goal, 52 to 49. But you gave up 49 points. You gave up 49 points. Now, your offense obviously was clicking, but I think if you give up 49 points this week to Franklin, you're not, mm, you're not in business. Not feeling great. You're not near as much in business here. I am so intrigued. With this match, I'm so intrigued to see how Lorena uses Jaden Porter, four-star wide receiver. You thought earlier in the season he's their guy. As long as he's ticking, Lorena football is ticking, and that wasn't the case last week. And honestly, Cam, it hasn't been the case all season long. No, his numbers are not—they don't jump off the page because he has been so. I'll tell you what—we've seen him for three or four years now. He has grown so much mental. You can tell he Mm -hmm. is okay playing the role of teammate. He can be double covered. And let everybody else do work and let Braylon Henry just run over folks. It's a mature thing, right? I mean, he knew he was the best player in 3A. Is there much more development as a high school football player for him? No, not really. There's obviously much more development for him to to come, but it's it's probably not going to come against this competition. It's going to be in the future when he's playing in the Big 12. And so part of what is attractive to college coaches is how does he play within the team? Yeah. And, you know, he gets a pick the other night playing defense, which, you know, some guys would coast on their defensive duties if they're a four-star wide receiver. Or just the decoy. How many times have they used, have they used him as a decoy this playoffs? Mm-hmm. And it works. He still gets a ton of attention. He still runs his routes really hard. He still blocks down the field. It's a rare, at this point, rare, exciting thing for Baylor football. Yeah. To hear about Jaden Porter. Because you're going to look at the numbers, and you're going to be like, oh, boy, here we go. Yeah. Just like this showable kid who goes three for ten, uh, Jaden Porter has done nothing his senior season. Oh, God, here we go. Dave Aranda can't recruit. This is absolutely not the case. Right. You got to look a little deeper. And th- this is the Lorena team, And I get too. you can't watch them every week. but They yeah. lost to China Spring 35-13. They lost to La Vega 49-42. And you and I both agreed if those teams played right now, China Spring and Lorena, I might have to give the edge to Lorena. That's a wild um, thing to say, yeah. considering how bad China Spring beat them earlier in the year. But talk about two teams, one that regressed over the course of the year. We didn't think the China Spring injury-wise, morale-wise even, was as good in Week 12 when they were knocked out as they were earlier in the year against Connolly. Yep. Whereas Lorena looks like a completely different football team. And I, I just, it is not hyperbolic. You used the word unbelievable on Friday. Mm-hmm. It is not, not hyperbolic. I have not seen a high school football team, a high school football team at that level, hit like that. Oh, it was it was menacing. You could argue twenty twenty one China Spring. It's what it reminds me a lot of what twenty twenty one China Spring looked like. 
where you had two great running backs, one being Kyle Barton, the other being Major Bowden. Yeah. And those dudes were, they would, they would hit you so hard. Lorena smacked Columbus around on Friday night, the number one team in Class 3A. Braylon Henry is a locomotive out there. Like, he is a linebacker. Yeah. They've put in the backfield this year, and he is the best running back in all of 3A in the state yeah. of Texas. Yeah. He, and, I mean, especially it was in that third quarter where Lorena had the lead going into the third quarter. And I think they were stopped on that first possession. But Columbus couldn't go anywhere. And they were just getting I yeah. just knocked around, man. Like it was it just looked like one team wanted to be there and one didn't, because that's how aggressive Lorena was. And they were aggressive the whole game, but when they fall down fourteen to nothing, yeah. I mean, how many games? How many games do you see that where you're like, Oh, well, number one's number one. They haven't even been playing very well. They've completed one pass, but fourteen nothing. Mm-hmm. And they just the other team just folds. Mark Fan and the coach took that the other direction. Forty two after that. Forty two unanswered after that. The uh head coach of Franklin, Mark Fannin, fourth season, four losses. Pretty good. But a quarter of them a quarter are of them the Lorena Leopards. Have come against Lorena. Franklin beat Lorena last year en route to a three A Division two state championship, forty nine to thirty five. Was it out of out of Non-district? 3D1. Uh, no, that, they were district last year, not the year before. 49-35 final in district. The year before, Franklin over Lorena, 27-20. year before that, Lorena over Franklin, tough. 21-20. year before that, tough. 42-21, Lorena. Lorena wins 30-20 in 2018. 2017-2016, Franklin gets it. It's been a back-and-forth series. Franklin wins the first two. Lorena wins the next three. Franklin wins the next two. Can Lorena win the next two as they got the win in the regular season all time? The teams are four and four against one another. It's the biggest game to me. It's the biggest game in Central Texas oh, on yeah. Friday night at least. That one at seven o'clock kickoff, six thirty pregame show on Shooter FM. Cameron and I will have the call. Another big game in Central Texas. This one on Thursday night again. If you're a maniac and like high school football, Marlin and Toller. This is. Oh, on paper, Toller should win this game by 14 points. On paper. But you could have argued that last week for Marlon. You could have argued that Marlon should have at least struggled with the Tioga team that put up 60-plus on Valley Mills, who played Marlon so close. But again, transitive property does not work in high school football. Marlon beat Tioga, who they were about two-point underdogs against. 46-14. to Dismantled Tioga. Now you get Toller. This is a different animal. The Rattlers are favorites to win the state championship. This is, uh, I agree with you on the point last week about Tioga. And that's what, that was the score that, that stood out to me. Other than the game that we were at, that was the score that stood out to me. Yeah. Was that Marlon just handled this team. Yep. And it goes back to something I said about them in the first and second round when we covered them. Is they, they blow out Kearns in round one. They withstand a great comeback by Coleman in round two and win the game. And neither one of those did they look like this is the best they can be. You know what I mean by that? Like, it just didn't seem like, I was like, yeah, they made some mistakes here. I agree. I agree. It, it just felt like they hadn't, with the talent that flashed on there, especially in that Coleman game, in the passing game, it was like, I don't think this team's even played their best football yet. Yeah. And I think that's what the Lorena fans were saying a couple weeks ago, even after they beat Franklin. So, this team has got toughness, but they have so much speed, Drake, on yep. both sides of the ball. Like, so much speed. That front four is, they're big and they're and they're really good, but those linebackers and those edge guys, you, it's real tough to run on the outside against them. 
just run against them in general is so tough. And the teams that force offenses to be one-dimensional doesn't even need to be the best defenses out there. They don't even need to be the best ball hawks out there. But the ones that force teams to be one-dimensional are the ones that that make the deep runs, that wear the rings at the end of the year. And I think Marlin has that. Other teams in action in Central Texas this week, Chilton and Falls City. That's a fun one. Chilton's sneaky good. I say sneaky. I mean, they've been good all season long sitting at 12-1, and but... They've got a shot. They've, they're going to make a case to go to Arlington as they're playing in the area final. A&M Consolidated and Smithson Valley. And then the, the one that you circle. As Didn't the they just play uh, College Station last week? Yeah. Smithson Valley? Yeah. I beat them. Just, Mart and Lovelady. Two undefeated teams. Does the state championship in Central Texas run through Mart? The question I have to pitch to you, now that we've mentioned a couple of these teams, really the three that I've circled, Mart Franklin, Lorena, who has the best shot to win a state championship? I mean, it's still Mart. Yeah? It's still Mart. You think so? Yeah, it's always about, the intrigue is about who is the second best. Who has the second best chance? And I really think it's Lorena. It, it's weird to say because I could also see them losing this week because Franklin's a buzzsaw. They've won the last couple state championships. Like, they know how to win this time of year. But if they beat Franklin, there is, there is no one in the state competition wise that can match up to to Franklin or Columbus. Yeah. There's just no way. And I like Marlin, but that's a, a bit of a tougher road in my opinion. So, I'm sticking with Mart and Chilton I don't know enough about. Oglesby has the best chance actually. Right. You big Oglesby guy? Yeah. Undefeated. That's the semifinals, I think. This week. Uh, I think they have a week off before the finals. Where do they play that man. championship? That Oh, it's in Arlington, right? Yes. They still get to play And I think the six... Oh, no, the Taps games. Taps games are in Waco this week. Yeah. I learned that on the press box. For the, Jason Witten will be coaching in Waco Friday night. For the... For the state championship. China Spring fans, Connolly, La Vega, 4A2, Gilmer and Carthage. We just saw what Carthage did against Pleasant Grove. <laughs> Tight win, but that was the yeah. state championship. Yep. Carthage will beat Gilmer no by one could touch them. 10 plus points. Yeah. Uh, Belleville and Jasper... At Belleville, Jasper, being here at 9-4 and four is impressive. They beat the brakes off of Connolly. I mean, beat the brakes off Connolly. Uh, Belleville's been so impressive. They've been though, beating the brakes off everybody, man. I think that's going to be – it's going to be Belleville and Wimberley most likely next week because Wimberley plays yeah. Seton. And Belleville, Wimberley is going to be great, but I, I think – Car- could, could Belleville give Carthage a run? Give me a Carthage-Belleville state championship that Belleville wins. That, That'd man. be nuts. Red Sea. That would be nuts. I would hold Carthage out of a state I mean, championship I, for two out of three years. Because I would, really liked Wimberley last year. Yeah, yeah. And they just shouldn't have met on the field no, with Carthage. No. That was the game before us. That was the Not game before us. Close. Uh, and Sinton, people like. Uh, in the 4A1, Calhoun and Davenport play. It's naturally. the fact that the China Spring Cougars are sitting at home uh, right now, and Calhoun, Calhoun and Davenport have a football game this week. I will, be, I will forever be bitter about how much better this region is. The, the China now the other the three, the is. other three games are great. There is a state championship being played this week in four A. Calhoun Davenport well. four A four A one. Well. I don't know. I don't think that's you right. Don't think so. I don't think that's right because you have Chapel Hill Kilgore. Kilgore's got. They played Carthage within three. They've got a shot to win a state championship. Chapel Hill is at Chapel Hill's best. They were number one in four A. Yeah, too too inconsistent for me. Decatur gets I think they're Brownwood. Like trying to spring. Brownwood's back. Brownwood is the year. only team that can put up a fight. But I Decatur's think. so battle tested, they could win on Friday night. Then Anna and Stephenville. That's a- the Anna one. Stephenville for me. That's that's the one. 
I just how don't think, about, I don't think how about their scores last week? I don't think Stephenville can hold Anna's jockstrap. Anna, I honestly, I don't think so either. I think Anna's too good right now. Yeah, but we have seen the flashes of how good Stephenville can be. Obviously, defensively, they beat Salina seven to three last week. Is that right? Seven to three. Seven to three. Seven to three. Um, and we saw, and we saw it against China Spring. They can get to the quarterback. Yeah, that was something that China Spring didn't allow all year for all their faults, which mostly were on defense, not on offense. To be fair, mm-hmm. but they didn't let guys get in the backfield. And Stephenville was in the backfield all night, all night in that game. Yeah. Um, but I think Anna is just too good. By the way, not which sure is so you... weird with the star power they lost last year, and I can't even name you half the guys, but. They were so solid everywhere on the field against China Spring. Not sure if you saw China Spring. Looks like China Spring, La Vega, Gatesville, Connolly, Salado, Jarrell. A lot of those teams are sitting with each other again. Yeah, in real about life. that. The projections here will move China Spring back down to four AD two. No bueno. We don't want that. La Vega, Connolly. I mean, there's, there's a shot. La Vega's the the definite, right? They're the ones that were like way below their last number. I think so. And then I, I couldn't remember if it was them or Conley. Sits in a safe spot to stay four A two. You bring China Spring down with them, then which those are all. I'd love that Robinson district. Right I'd love there. that district. It'd be great. It'd be. A very, I don't want to face Carthage, but I love that the district. With it. And in you'll that be district, a, and you'll be in the same side of the bracket as them every year, oh, just like it was. It's such a fun classic district. Oh. It's such a classic. District. And it was a great way to go out beating Carthage. To bring those teams was. together. Yeah, but, but yeah, no, I again. love that district. Keeping La Vega there, we we play we China Spring plays Conley every year, basically anyway. Hate losing Stephenville because that's such a great brand, and obviously great teams. Great game last year against yeah. them, but I'll I'll take that one coming up. Is the Lado can be fun NIL and plucky excuse for Baylor just an excuse? Is is it a buyout? Why why didn't they fire Dave Aranda? This is the Drake Toll Show. Baylor women's basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women play their first road game of the season Thursday in Dallas against SMU. Six thirty for the countdown to tip off. Seven p.m. tip off Thursday. Join Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgin Ford. And when it's time for a new car, truck, or SUV, Bird Colgin Ford is the right call. Come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models like the Mustang, Explorer, Expedition, F-150, and Super Duty. Bird Colgin Ford proudly supports all Central Texas athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at Bird Colgin Ford. Experience better at Bird Colgin Ford. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the Foundation Doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the foundation, Doctor. (laughs) You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863 8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. 
The foundation doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. <laughs> You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. 1424 Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over 20 years. 1424 Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. 1424 Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. 1424 Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. Hey, neighbor, I saw your license plate. Welcome to Texas. Thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. <laughs> it sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield CD from EECU. They have a 5.5% APY on a nine-month CD. 5.5%? That is big. Yep, we've done our banking with EECU for years, and we opened a CD just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash high-yield and open your CD in under five minutes. Wow. What'd you call them? EECU? <laughs> That's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with EECU and a 5.5% APY, but hurry. Go to EECU.org slash high yield today because it's a limited time offer. Thanks for the tip. Hey, uh, you don't know any good fishing spots, do you? Federally insured by NCUA. APY is annual percentage yield. $2,500 minimum deposit required from an external source. Membership requirements apply. For additional terms and conditions, call 800-333-9934. my mother with the burden of murderers. Welcome back to Drake's Old Show. Middle Ground by Tyler Children. Live for West Virginia. Number two most listened to song on my list this year from my number one artist. Cam, West Virginia's a nice place. You think so? Yeah, some of it. I've driven through trying to get to Cape Cod. Probably it's not. a, it, I would, I think that's a better way to put it. It's a great place to drive through. It, it is a place you can There's drive through. There's a lot through. of, a lot of poor. And there's some mountains you get to go through. Beautiful. Pennsylvania up there, Virginia. You ever see that, uh, October Sky? What? That movie, October Sky? No. It's pretty good. Okay. About the Rocket Boys, former Hickam. Yeah, it's, they live in West Virginia. It's a coal mining town in the 50s, and they were like inspired by Sputnik, and they start launching rockets, and the guy ends up working for NASA. I think you're thinking about Rudy. Pretty much, yep. Almost. Close. Joliet, Illinois, where Rudy's from, is a factory town, mill town. Are we? All right. I'm going to say it. What? I'm going to say it. Don't say it. We can't, we can't get fired. I'm going to say it. I know... The Grant Taff oh, no. came out and told everybody oh, no. that he supports Dave Aranda being the head coach. 
and that he is happy with McElroy's decision. Which I can't believe, by the way. A guy who coached at Baylor for 20 years right, still lives here, doesn't want another head coach of that school to be fired. I am not shocked. This is a beautiful PR move, and I don't think he's doing it for a PR move. No, 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 no. This, But it, for genuine. Baylor, you're going, oh, good. But in what Baylor world? can always fall back on Grant Taft, man. He... He picks them up. If no one else got me, Grant Taff got me. In what world would Grant Taff have been like, you know what? I think it's the stupidest thing ever. I'm not going anymore. <laughs> I don't even I don't think shut so, up man. games. It's tough to get to as it is. I'm done. What if he what, what if he was on and was just like, you know, they should hire. They should bring <laughs> back Art. They should bring him back. Of course, that would never happen. Um, the The idea he would have said anything else. Not likely. No. Not likely. So I'm not taking that and going, oh, wow. Whew. Mac got it right. Um, had we asked Grant Taft, we're probably keeping Guy Morris for another year and giving, giving Kevin Steele a second shot. He's a great Baylor homer, and I love and appreciate him for that. Um, it does not change my stance, or Matt Mosley's, or yours, no. that Dave Aranda should have been fired. I mean, you didn't ask me, but no, I didn't. We need to. We haven't asked Mosley. We'll hear from three to six today on ESPN sixty. It doesn't change Mosley's stance either. Mosley's like, well, all right, Aaron, back it in. So, if Grant Taft's on his side, I am too. Ooh, the, Aaron, it's tough to go against Grant Taft in Waco, Texas. Is there a realm in which Baylor didn't actually? Keep Dave Aranda, retain Dave Aranda, mm-hmm. because NIL and Transfer Portal and Dave's going to get better. What if this is all just a lot of smoke and mirrors from Mac saying, you know, I don't want to throw the new guy into the fire mm-hmm. with next year's schedule, and maybe more importantly, I don't have enough money to buy out Dave Aranda. So let's just yeah. say it's NIL. Though we've been screaming yep. at you that NIL's not an issue. We'll just say it's NIL, and we'll say it's Portal, and we'll go from there. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't shock me that this is... I know fans don't want to hear this. I don't want to accuse the athletic department of doing this. But if it's almost like a punted season. Yeah. In that, hey, we're going to keep them around this year. It's a tough schedule. Uh, but we've we've got a lot of young guys. We'll fire some guys to save face. We probably are still figuring out NIL a little bit. Um, we're going to see how the transfer portal plays out with some with year two of everybody going into it, um, we're going to save face a little bit, and we're going to save some money, and we are going to be hell-bent on the next coaching carousel of 2024. Right. And we're going to we're going to look the whole year, basically, and we're going to find someone who is going to fit this perfectly, this, right. this image that we're looking for. Now, what that means... And we'll probably never hear that, but no. would that surprise you if that was this... This checks mix of problems that Baylor can figure out by just having Dave Aranda there for one year. Now, what that means is that if Baylor does go six and six next year, Dave Aranda must be fired. There's not a oh, oof, he made it to a bowl game. We have a standard, and it's just to make a bowl game. Right, keep him. It that would, can't be the, if, yeah. if 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 it truly is the buyout's big, you know, and you don't want to throw the new guy into a tough spot. If that is the case. Then when Dave Aranda goes six and six next year, you still have to fire him. Which, if you're in your car, and I bet Grant Taft would disagree with that. But it's a new age of college football. If you're in your car and you disagree with that, may I turn you to Syracuse? <laughs> yeah, I- because essentially in this situation, it would be 
okay, we might not have had it this year or, or, or the year before, but now we have all the tools we need to win right now. And this guy isn't our guy to do it. There'd be no excuse to not can him, even at a 7-5. and five. Yeah. Am I wrong in that? Which I don't think will happen, by the way. I think they're going to have a losing record again I do next think year. they'll go 4-8, and eight, yeah. and then Baylor will come out and say, hey, we're going to refire everybody. We're going to keep Coach Dave Aranda. We have a lot of trust in him, and we're going to pour some more NIL. Uh, Tony is on the CMC Auto Group phone line. Tony, welcome to the Drake Toll Show. Thanks again, guys. Um, I don't have a rant today like I did yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, my cardiologist told me I've got to walk my blood pressure and my heart rate. <laughs> Yeah, so they'll do that. that again. I also uh, saw the cardiologist this morning. Look at you and I, Tony. Good for us. We're way too young to be seeing cardiologists, though, Drake. But um, I, I will, I will admit that after hearing Grant Taft say that, man, like I have completely changed my mind after that rant yesterday. That I'm completely sold. Three and nine is totally acceptable. I'm all in. And I know that my dad buys season tickets, but I might buy my own season, my yeah. own season tickets. Now. <laughs> I might and buy some for my friends, too. Yeah, I'm going to buy some for my friends. I don't even have any, but we're all going to go, and it's going to be a heck of a time. Um, I try to be positive, guys, and I, and I and now I'm joking because I don't really have anything to be positive about. Um, <laughs> but We, under- that we understand that. We understand that. I also don't want to rant like I did yesterday and sound like I'm unhinged. Um, but... I mean, Cam, I heard only part of what you're thinking as I was calling in. I think that maybe you're right, and maybe I'm I, I trying to look at the silver lining, and maybe they're just saying, hey, look, like, we don't have a good coach set up, you yeah. know, or somebody that we have in the wings. We don't want to pull somebody into this. You know, maybe we don't have a good UIL, and maybe they don't, they don't have enough money to fire Aranda and then still pay, you know, whoever's coming in. Yep. That's the part of going it. to want the money that they are going to want and or need True. to walk into this S show, and um, I, 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 I guess that's really all I've got. I mean, like I said, I don't have some yeah epic thing to call in, but I figured if I didn't call in, you guys would miss me. So <laughs> yeah, we'd get worried. It's we'd send the police worried. over. Uh, Tony, your your Bear Games question of the day today: How many wins would it take next year to retain Coach Dave Randa in your mind? Um, I don't. I don't want to retain him. <laughs> there is no number that exists. Nothing he can do. I mean, okay, if, if, which isn't okay to stance. If they go fourteen and zero and win a national championship, I would consider it. I'll consider it. I think but, next year seventeen and zero for a national championship. Oh yeah, it would be. Oh, that's right. Oh god, you know seventeen what? 18, games, though. man. Oof. They forget a way to win eighteen games next year, then we can keep them. Yep, that's it. The green and gold that's all he's game. Do? Baylor wins the green and gold game. All right, Tony, thanks for your call. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Uh, and, and it might sound harsh, but, like, from what you've seen so far, it almost feels like he does need to win nine or ten games. The, uh, you need to be impressed. Like, really impressed. Be like, oh, maybe this guy can coach. But no, 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 no. No, it's not about me. I don't make the decision. Well, yeah. It doesn't take much for this administration at Baylor to be right. impressed. I guess that is, Cause remember, that is the point. There's I mean. a standard, but three and nine got us to that standard. Tony makes a great point, though, too, that the money thing is not just a you have to pay Dave Arena's buyout. You now have to pay for the, the, next, the next coach. Guy. Yeah. And, and if you want keeping, to... keeping a standard, which I don't know that they're trying to keep that, but if you're trying to keep a standard and keeping this as an attractive job and a good football program, 
it's it's not easy to pony up that kind of money. Shoot, even A and M probably had some trouble with that, mm-hmm. with the endless money they have because they had to pay their other head coach, their yeah. former head coach, almost eight million bucks a year. And I don't know if that plays into the Stoops and Elko thing. I don't think neither of them were really demanding a ton of money, but um, it probably hindered them from trying to make that big splash of a Ryan Day or a Jim Harbaugh or a Dan Campbell. I'll bet that probably for the best for A&M, but probably handcuffed them a little bit in that. Yeah. Did you see that Baylor was announced as a, of the five tiers of Big 12 jobs in the new Big 12, Baylor's in the second tier? I did see that. One of the top jobs in the new Big 12. Now, Mike Gundy has gone on to say, he said it in 21 when Baylor played Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship, that Baylor is a great job because of where it is. Oh, yeah. Dallas, Austin, Houston, the recruiting base is spectacular. And Gundy wanted the job after Bryles was fired. Gundy was yes. in, his name was in the hat. I get that. It was a weird, it was a weird one. But yeah, uh, PJ Fleck, obviously, t- Tom Herman. Jeff Brom. Jeff Brom, yeah. And, and he was in that discussion. Yeah. Mike Gundy. And... It makes me think. Matt Rule really you know, wasn't. Number but. one is is Baylor is Baylor a, a favorable job somewhere that coaches want to go, and will it still be in a year's time if Dave Aranda really runs this thing in the ground? Both both answers are yes. Okay. Both answers are yes, and here's why. I mean, it's a it's a good it's a good job right now for for all of these reasons we've talked about this week. Not just the the great recruiting base, but also still being in a big boy conference. I know it's not the SEC, but it is major college football. Okay, and so you've got that great recruiting base. You you do have the resources. As much as Baylor is trying to play poor, you've seen over the last fifteen years you can win here, and it doesn't take forever to do it. It's not an unwinnable situation. You put guys in the pros, you could be a great stepping stone for coaches, and there's nothing wrong with that. And then even if, after this next year, it goes down the pooper again, and it's 3-9 and nine again, it's still a great job, or a good job anyway, yeah. because a young coach would say, this is a sleeping giant, and I'm just the guy to wake this thing up. G.J. Kinney. It, oh. it's ab- I mean, that's what our brow saw when he came here. Yeah. That there's no reason Baylor shouldn't be competing. And by that same token, that's what P.J. Flex said when he went to Minnesota, and that hasn't worked out. No. But I think a coach would absolutely see that and say, there's no reason in this conference with this recruiting base and, and, and the money that can be here that, that Baylor can't compete like they have in very recent memory. Yeah, That's why I think it's, it's, a, it's a pretty pretty darn good job no matter what. And I think that second tier in this conference is probably about where it should be. That article had Oklahoma State number one, I believe. Um, and who was above them in that first gotta be year? up there. Utah they had, they is going to be good. Utah was the other one. They had Tech below it, below Baylor. Below Baylor. Because they have just haven't found that successful stretch that Baylor did. Which, if you think about it, if so we, it makes it if feel we, like a place that's unwinnable. If we stop talking about Texas Tech being Texas, which they don't claim to be Texas. They nope. claim to be West nope. Texas, which is a different state. They are effectively Oklahoma, New Mexico in their recruiting pool. Mm-hmm. Baylor well, has yeah, well. so much more of a Dallas kids are not going to your, your Dallas base, your Houston base. Well, they're still get, they're not get, they're not getting bases. the best kids other than the Micah Hudson. You they're just, not getting the you, best ones from the core, the I thirty five corridor. You can't. It, it, Texas Tech is not. There's a dividing line. Where their talent in West Texas, there is none. 
There's, yeah, that, that's a what, lot of that's good what high school talent in West Texas. That's what makes TCU and Baylor an easier job. Yeah. Even in theory, it shouldn't be, but it absolutely is. But kids want to play on I mean, the Tech fans were saying, home. man, the Tech fans, when I was doing the Locked On Baylor crossovers with them a couple months ago, were saying, we need to keep playing TCU and Baylor. We have to, because we're already losing Austin. But this is su- those are such big recruiting games for them. Yeah. To get on the I-35 corridor. If they had their druthers, they'd be playing either at TCU or at Baylor every single year. Yeah, but if Baylor... But yeah, the, no, I agree with you. It's, it's it's not the same. If Baylor got the top five kids in the Central Texas area, top five high school players in the Central Texas area That every means they've year, hired another head coach, by the way. Yeah. You, this guy can't do it. He can't do it. You, you're in business. That's yeah. a good no, five you're doing play. Well. It's a good, you're getting probably all four or five stars. And again, that was, that was something in their most successful era. That is what they were doing. Yeah. And, and they weren't... It wasn't the very best, like Bryce Petty's from Midlothian, which is pretty much North Texas, not not Central Texas. But like, they had Tevin Reese, right? They had Andrew Billings. They, those are Waco and Temple guys. Like that's who they were bringing in, and they were great complimentary players. I mean, Andrew Billings is still in the league, by the way. Whereas at Texas Tech, you get the top five players in Lubbock, and they're two stars. Yeah, if and I, lucky. I I used to cover it, man. I mean, they would get. Some of the best players from Midland Lee and Odessa Permian, and and that was about it. I mean, and there's some talent out there still, but not nearly what it was in the 60s, 70s, 80s when it was the Little Southwest Conference, which, by the way, Tech wasn't winning with those guys either. Yeah, Like, Permian had a guy, Lloyd Hill, out of the 80s, who was a record-setting receiver, went to Tech, set all kinds of records at Tech, too, but they didn't win. So they used to get these guys, but... They still didn't do much with it, to be fair. So, yeah, Tech was a tier below. Utah was in that first tier. And the Oklahoma State one is an interesting argument. It, you you don't think of them as bad by any means, but the consistency, the consistency of that program since 2010 is, like, really good, Drake. They, they win all the time. They If they win Saturday, it'll be, I think, their 8th, 10th win season in that span. That's incredible. For a team that doesn't win the conference championship ever. <laughs> Coming up, speaking of Oklahoma State, they got Texas on Saturday in the Big 12 championship. This is the Drake Toll Show. Recently on the John Moore Show. Max Muncy, uh, Baylor baseball, headed into the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame. Thank you very much. It means, uh, kind of kind of means everything, you know. It's, um, Baylor, it's such a special special plate, not only in my heart and my family's hearts, you know. It's, uh, it's, it's where I met my wife and it's where I learned about becoming a man and Baseball was always the afterthought, and it's, uh, it's just a place that helped me further who I am. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. At CMC Auto Group, we don't have a popcorn machine in the lobby or any other crazy gimmick to get you a door. I'm Justin Kramer. When you walk in, you will be greeted by me or Julio. We have been selling quality, pre-owned cars for 20 years by offering upfront best cash price to save you time and money. At CMC Auto Group, I want to invite you to come by Highway 6 and Imperial, shake my hand, and see what makes us different. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. 
Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's mine. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's hard to watch you look away from me, though I know I'm not too blame. The river's thawed, but you're still frozen. Welcome back to Drake's Old Show. Cam, do you fancy this genre of music? Uh, I don't hate it necessarily, but Aaron, I wouldn't say it's my cup of tea. Okay. It's not bad. Yeah. I like that. She's got a great voice. Yeah, very folky. Very folky. Yeah, I do a, a woman with that kind of folk voice. That is awesome. <laughs> Does that get you going? That's good stuff. That that butter your biscuit there? It just it does take me to like a where oh brother where art thou place. Which is a great oh brother where art thou down to the river to pray. That no. Mm, close. Yeah, now what is it? As I went down to the river to pray? Go yeah. forever? Yeah. All right. That's what I said. Afraid a third of a gopher would only rouse my appetite without bending her back down. All right, we came across a whole gopher village. Come on in, boys. The water's fine. Sure. One of the most quotable movies of all time, my brother were art. That was classic, the Coen brothers, who were very good at making movies. 
That that movie wins album of the year in 2001. They beat out U2 for album of the year. It's, it's the last movie to win album they of the year. Beat out U2. It's and been, that that's what that's what broke U2, man. They were like been, we got to we got to put our album on everyone's phones. We got to yeah. stop making good music. Yeah, it totally broke them by a movie soundtrack. You don't has, like U2 at all, do you? I'm not a big U2 guy. Were you guy. saying that off the off I'm not a big U2 guy. I just I can't get with it. I don't know. The early stuff rocked. I believe the new stuff is what truly did ruin me. I mean, you were of that age. So I was in high school. I was a senior, I think, junior in high school when that came out, when it was just on everyone's iPhone. So you would have been I was, a I was formative younger. young man. I was four or five, yeah. <laughs> I was down there. And now, as a ripe 14-year-old, I feel like I'm doing okay for myself not liking new YouTube music. Well, I mean, they haven't put out a good album. Dude, that's Matt's. That's Matt's worst nightmare. That's Matt's worst. I do it every single. Aaron, I don't know if you listen enough to the. He Saturday likes you too that much. It's Matt's worst nightmare because I'll go. Yeah, you know, and that happened right around the 1980 Baylor season, which was my senior year of high school. Matt will go, no, 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 Drake. This is radio. <laughs> they don't know that happens. That was every a little Saturday. too southern. Matt. That was happens a little too southern. every Saturday, and then 30 minutes. <laughs> no, no, it's a. It's a joke too. He's, Come on now, Drake. That's that's what it is. That's exactly Come what it is. Come on. Says. I don't know why you Drake's lie. in here all of nineteen years old. And then I'll something. say, Yeah, Matt, this is Baylor's worst season analytically since two thousand seven, which is subsequently the year that I was born. He'll go, that's, that's not. That's not <laughs> shit wait. Shit really? Right. No. And, you know, Matt Baylor needs a mobile quarterback, kind of like when JJ Joe was here, which is around the time that I graduated from the university. Ash, I don't see why you lie. He just does. He's, you trying to be? Uh, what are you trying to be here? Every Saturday. That's when I graduate. The ongoing shtick, and I don't think Matt. It's one of those shticks that I don't think Matt knows it's a shtick. I don't think he understands that one. I, of, one of those ones that I keep doing it just so he'll keep being like, "That's not right." You're just caught in the Drake toll web once yes. again. Gotcha, Matt. Matt. I'm such a big Matt Mosley fan. Gotcha. You, Sonic had 50-cent corn dogs on Monday. Did you partake? No. In Asta Okonomiya, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Makes I, you wonder about the quality of meat. I went and saw nipple. It's a hot dog, <laughs> which is already. I, I wasn't, doesn't matter the price of the hot dog, does it? It does not. I went and saw Napoleon that night. I was telling you this yesterday over I lunch. had to go to the bathroom like five times. I couldn't believe it. I'll tell you this uh, over lunch, which Cam and I went. We got we hang out outside the show sometimes. Yeah. And I went and saw and Napoleon. Unbelievably. In, it, Cam follows me around a lot. I saw it in D-Box, which if you don't know, at the Cinemark, means that your chair moves with the action. Whoa. So... You know, bomb goes off in Napoleon. Your chair will like brrr, you know, vibrate when the bomb goes off. And so vibrate chairs. So when the cannonballs hit the Sphinx, you like, feel it. It's one hundred percent historically accurate. It's one hundred percent historically accurate. Back when I was in high school, you used to only get those at motels. You got to pay for it. And I feel the chair move, and the boat would rock, and I would rock in my chair. Then there comes a scene where Napoleon and his wife. Um, have what? Where? Where are you going with? They have relations. They are sharing a moment, and wouldn't you know? The seat also moves. I don't like that at all. When char- I don't like that at all. When characters in the movie are is- portraying their love for one another, that's. You're already in a public setting with people at a movie theater. 
there's no more awkward thing anyway Which is, when a scene like that comes on and you're in public, no matter how good the movie is or how adult you are. When the characters are getting it on, you're already uncomfortable at the movie theater. But then when your seat begins to move, have you brings to, you into the action if to you replicate their motion. Like, I gotta go. I gotta go to the bathroom. I can't. I, I, I gotta just, stand up for me. I just my my call to the people at Cinemark or those who create D box seats. Anytime there is a scene that features two characters who love each other very much, <laughs> expressing that love, don't move the seat. I don't need to feel that moment of the movie. We should get Cinemark to sponsor the show because I love talking about how much I like that place. Cannonballs hitting the pyramid, yes. The other, no. Other than that, (laughs) other than the very uncomfortable 40 seconds that I felt, I I liked the movie a lot. Just beware when you go to the D-Box. Speaking of which, I did see uh, Walk the Line was on last night. Okay. And at no point does he say, Sui, like Johnny Cash used to. Really? And I did, I've seen that movie a hundred times, but yeah. it really hit me more in the face this time of like, Johnny Cash is a really good singer. Okay. Like, not just a great songwriter and good country artist, like a really smooth singing voice. Yeah. And I, I don't know why it hit me more than usual last night, but I was like, Joaquin Phoenix is just talking as he's singing. Yeah. Leave at your own chosen speed. No. I'm like, Johnny Cash sounded way better than this. Is he, like, the voice of a generation? No. no. Okay, wait a, wait a second. He's got a smooth, smooth singing on. voice. Uh, Johnny, Johnny he's Cash. He's actually singing. He's not talking. Sometimes. He, he sang talk. He would sing talk a lot. He but, would. But Joaquin, it's like talk talk. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think I know what your point is like, here. Like, I walked the line. There's a lot of sing right. talking in that song. But he's got this smooth voice. I I, I can't mm. do it because I can't sing. But mm. and it, but it Joaquin very... is like in your face. I keep a close right. watch now on this part of mine. I give you that. He does very much like, accentuate accentuate the words. <laughs> I will give you that. Reese Witherspoon does a great job. But I think Johnny Cash, to an extent, his voice develops over his, over the course of, of how he ages. Yeah, I mean, like any great right. old time country artist, other he, than Hank Williams Senior, he gets had a great voice and died at twenty nine. Yeah, he gets sixty, and then you are like, oh, this is. I feel like maybe that's smoother. Then he gets eighty, and it's more. I, I think hurt myself today. I think that's why Willie Nelson, like all of his songwriting hits early yeah. in his career, are yeah. for other people, and he's again not one of the greatest singers ever by any means. But now you hear, or you hear him in like the eighties, the nineties. And he's just doing kind of smooth old guy stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, this can play for decades. Th- that can play until he's dead. Yeah. Which is, ha- it has. Yeah. I mean, it he's has. what, 91 now? Still rocking. He's still doing it. Still, like, I think he's 90. I think he's just turned My 90. favorite, Angel Flying Too Close to the Ground. Like, he can still rock that thing. Yeah. Because it's a smooth. Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain. That's why I love. Blue Eyes I Crying saw, in the Rain. It's a perfect example. I saw James Taylor in 2014, which is still a good. I, I I would say his true decline didn't come until three or four years after that. He start. He wrote that that Fenway song the next year, mm-hmm. and it was all downhill from there. The worst song ever. And uh, he was great because those songs are timeless. He can. He you know that is a very smooth. What's your favorite out. James Taylor song? Uh, Sweet Baby James is up That there. might be mine. Sweet Golly, Baby James it, I think it is. Look at us, bud. Look at us. Oh, uh, Oklahoma State and Texas played the Big 12 tomorrow. championship on Saturday. The worst case scenario is Texas winning by 45. 
The request has been put out there by fans for Oklahoma State to wear the Big 12 logo on their helmets, which if they lost by 45. Would not be great. Would not be cool, so you can't do that. Speaking Um, of smooth old guy voices, Nelly. Nelly will be there on Saturday. The WWE will be there on Saturday. And if you can't make it to Arlington, have we got the watch party for you? If you're like, man, I just can't make it to Arlington. I've got a trip scheduled for New York City. They keep going to go see Times Square on Saturday. Remember, How will I watch the game? Remember when the truck stop conference thing was a big was a big deal? Brett took that too serious. Brett was man. like, "No, we're not. Let's lean into that." Stop stuff. saying that. I, it's just so like for years. I think the branding Big wise. is even more of a truck stop conference now because of what Brett, Brett Yormark has done <laughs> for years. These Northeast states that don't care about college sports, yes, have had this weird little rivalry of like Syracuse is like we're New York school. Mm-hmm. You know, we're obviously hours and hours from New York City, but we're New York's school. Yeah. Or to a smaller extent, like football, uh, and what's UMass and BC. Like, who's Massachusetts? Is Rutgers New Jersey's Rutgers school. is New Jersey's school. They're the only ones that play Do football. they really claim that? Yeah, okay. it is the State University of New Jersey. But, yes, they, they, they claim that. So, I think it's funny that New, it's like New York, New York isn't a Syracuse state. Yeah. It ain't a St. John's state. It's not a Marist state. Can you find a way it's to... It's a Big 12 state. To bring this back to... Okay. So it's big, I just think saying. that's so funny that, like, Brett Yormark is leaning into New York City more than any any market that's in his conference. Your He's market. like, with, with the Rucker Park and and the yeah. Times Square. And, WW, so they're going to play the game. Yeah. The media days are going to be in New York City at some point. They're going to have a live broadcast of the Big 12 championship game in Times Square. Baylor will play twice in a month span. In the, in the city of New York in basketball, by the way. And on top of that, you're going to have WWE. You're going to have Nelly. It's Brett Yormark hurt. Oh, you think we're the truck stop conference? <laughs> we'll show you. We're the conference for people who are only casually interested in football. We'll have <laughs> Nelly. It feels like now the Big 12 is just the Clampets. It feels. When yeah, play, yes, yes. The, it, it makes me wish the Big 12 title was Iowa State, Oklahoma State. And Let New me tell York, you a little story about a man named Brett. And New Yorkers had to watch that at Times yeah. Square. Like, what That's the what hell this is. is this? Because Brett's like, I'm a big shot New Yorker. Let's bring them in. Let's bring these backwoods people who care about 19 year olds throwing a football around. Let's show them let's WWE. Take them, let's take them to the big city. We'll show them WWE and show Nelly, them what this world can be. Bape and whoever did the national Hungry anthem juggle last where year. dreams are made of. Do you think there's any way Oklahoma State wins this game? No, really. I wish I was wrong, but no, I don't think so, man. Uh, the more I look at this game, too, I just I don't see a point of attack that that Oklahoma State. Can Texas really has one of the worst exploit. secondaries. They have the worst secondary in the Big And 12. Oklahoma State has Allen freaking yeah, Bowman. Right. He's right. <laughs> I mean, just. Right. And it's done. <laughs> I was reading an article the other day that was talking well, about Allen Bowman. I would Blake Shapin than Allen Bowman, by the way. <laughs> oh, ten times and out Blake of ten. Blake Shapin left Baylor. Yeah. And the article was talking about Allen Bowman, like, taking the quarterback job at Oklahoma State. And it's like from week week four, it's it's week four on, it's his job. And since week four, he's thrown ten touchdown passes. He has also thrown 11 picks. Yes. <laughs> well, well, he completes 60% of his passes. And he can't run. Uh, which, by the way, you're a, you're a Big 12 sicko as host of Locked On Big 12. Yeah. Do you remember what else happened around week four in the Oklahoma State offense? Uh, Ollie Gordon They started, started giving the ball. the ball to Ollie Gordon yeah. and getting the heck out of um, the way. Yep. 
It just so happened to coincide with Alan Bowman taking the starting job. That's why they've caught fire. And now he's the best running back in the country. The best. I told you yesterday, if he got the carries he's been getting now, if he got those in the first four weeks, he'd be the Heisman Trophy winner. He'd be in New York Wh- for sure. Whoever, whoever he wins it. He would not it, win the Heisman Trophy. Whoever wins it next Saturday is not a, as good a college football player as Ollie Gordon Probably. Is. You're, you're, you're probably right about that. Now, look, Monte Ball ran for 2,000 two yards. Does he, okay. Did he even yep. go to New York? I don't even I don't know, know if they that he ever to New did. York. He That's, was setting all those records. It's it's that much of a quarterback's trophy. And I know it a, is, a receiver man. has won so it recently, different. but I don't know if Ollie Gordon would have won the Heisman. They're not going to give it to anybody like I that. I don't know, man. Do you think, and it's a fun aside, do you think that uh, Jaden Daniels is the front runner, not, not just the front runner, but is going to win? Because yeah. right now, Bo Nix is at minus 160 to win the Heisman trophy. Can I get can I get nitpicky again? Sure. I think, I think Bo Nix is probably a better quarterback. And He's also a, 25. has a better pro prospect. <laughs> yes. He's he should. Yes. He's had eight more years of college yes. experience. Yes, that is okay. true. That is true. Great. Yeah. Um, but I do think he's a better quarterback. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. But Jaden Daniels had a better season. You know, I mean, it's very similar to Caleb Williams this season last year. As much Caleb as I Williams should have won the Heisman, absolutely. So I say that about him. He was in the same recruiting class as Max Duggan and Spencer Rattler. And you. Yeah, yeah, Bo Nix yeah, and I are the same age. Yep. I knew his girlfriend yep. for a while. And if you know what I'm saying, both of and all of those guys are younger than know. another quarterback who just ended the Special transfer portal, with Gary Bohannon. Gary Bohannon to Baylor. Gary Bohannon was in classes with me. He was at older Baylor. than me. Gary Bohannon is older than I am. Think about that. He was in classes with me. I think he has two years of eligibility left. That sounds right because of injuries. That sounds right. And he's still got the COVID thing. He's got the COVID he's year. You can throw out there. He's got the COVID. He's got a grad transfer year. I'm sure. So, yeah. 2018. Yep. Yeah. I was class of 19. I remember how excited Jeez. I was when Baylor signed him. He was Four the top star. player in the state of yeah. Arkansas that year. Yeah. He was big, Earl Arkansas. It was a huge signing, and it he's turned out to he's be a five star linebacker to go to Alabama. But can we do to play a, QB. Yeah. Can, can we do a quick funny story on Gary Bohannon? It's not the one you're thinking of. Oh, okay. okay. It's a different one. Uh, I'm going to tell it on Lockdown Bay. I cannot tell that one. There's two that are all-time greats that I can't tell on the air. Um, but he sat next to me in one of these classes. I know. Sorry. I was a comm major, so I was with a lot of athletes. Um, but he was at the seat next to me. What are you me, saying? And what are you was, saying? It was. <laughs> it was. You're saying about athletes. First day of class, you go in, you say, um, you know, what's your name? Where are you from? One fun fact about you. Okay? Guess to Gary Bohannon. Got his Arkansas draw on. He goes, when I'm Gary Bohannon, I'm from rural Arkansas. And one fun fact about me is I do it for my mama. That's awesome. Best fun fact ever. That is Best awesome. fun fact ever. Gary That's Bohannon. all you need to know about him. I'm stealing that and not in any kind of funny way. It that was awesome. so great. And he everybody was, that from now on. That's he good. was such a funny dude. I'm sure he still is. Nice guy. Super funny. I was such a big Gary fan when he was here. He won the Baylor the Sugar Bowl, by the way. He he was the quarterback well, when they won that game. Yes, and got him to the conference title game. Yes, he did. did. He did. That is. I mean, he worked. He worked his role perfectly at Baylor. Yeah, and Jeff used him perfectly. And then came Blake Shapen, who also doesn't play for Baylor anymore. Who also does not play for well, Baylor. Gary anymore. Bohannon is another lightning rod of a figure. In Bay, for Baylor fans, because either he was terrible and you weren't going to win anything with him, or yeah. look how great he was. He took us to the Sugar Bowl. Why would you go with Blake over him? Whereas the middle is, 
he performed really well the first half of that season. Um, the accuracy yeah. numbers and turnovers were going the wrong direction towards the end of that season. Yeah. And, and you'll recall every season. Baylor fan wanted Blake Shapin to be the starter. He was the flashier option. Yes. The same way they wanted Jacob Zeno. Yep. They wanted Jacob Zeno to be the starter. And, Gary yeah, and by so the way, bad. they wanted him, wanted Jacob Zeno over Gary Bohannon. Yeah, Gary looked terrible in that Big 12 championship game. His one touchdown was an arm punt. That was an, that's the most unbelievable throw I think I've ever seen. Yes. He throws it as high incredible. as he can. Chris Platt in the end zone. I got it. It's just waiting I think on it's, it. I think it's Taekwon, but it's... No, that's not Taekwon. Taekwon doesn't catch that touchdown. I think it's Taekwon. But Thornton. Gary just... He uh, looked, it's like it's, the LIU quarterback. When the LIU quarterback threw that touchdown against Baylor. Yes, The lefty yes. kid that just... And it's fourth and ten, yeah, by the way. He has no pocket and just chucks it. Right in the bucket. Couldn't have placed it any better. It's perfect. And they had the lead at the half of that game. They did have the lead. Which was incredible. Fell in overtime. Yes. I don't want to get too much into the 2019. Third string quarterback. Baylor fell in overtime. That's one of the craziest games I've ever Leading passer in the game, Jacob Zeno for Baylor. Leading passer for Baylor. Look, the the best. Two for six. The best sports moment. Oh, my God. The greatest two for six of all time. He completed. Yes, for 159 yards. I I can't tell you, though. Winning the the national championship was the best thing as a Baylor fan ever. Basketball. Men's basketball. Was the best thing to ever happen. But maybe the single greatest, like, moment, other than the McPlay, so this is before the McPlay, was that first touchdown pass. Like, of just pure carnage of what just happened. Like, we didn't even know who he... I was in the stadium. We didn't know who he was. We yeah. had no idea who this kid was. But Gary couldn't move the ball. I think it was... Brewer got hurt, and then Gary couldn't move the ball. And Zeno, first pass, laces it. Tristan, yep. up 75 yards. Touchdown. Oh, my God. We're in this thing. We're in the game. What is happening? And then you remember the other completion. Which the unfortunate ending. That goes to Chris Platt. Yeah, Chris Platt. Uh, now, it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be an 80-yard touchdown, and he's tackled from behind at like the 4-yard line. The track line. star, Chris Platt. Yeah. Well, he's com- he was coming off an ACL. I can't. Before. I still can't. I know. I know. It's not going to help me. And, and, uh, and then they settle for a field goal and eventually puts them into overtime, and you know the rest. I know we're pushing a break here hard, but I do want to give you a couple nuggets from that game. Baylor threw nine completions. <laughs> What's better? They rushed for 35 yards. That's Baylor completed That's nine passes. That's why we were so shocked that they were in the lead. Correct. And, Correct. Then, and then in the game after that. They Zeno, couldn't do anything. Listen to this. Zeno, two for six, 159 yards. <laughs> Gary Bohannon, four for 15, 56 what? yards. Charlie 75 Brewer, and 76 yard passes, I think. Charlie Brewer, three for six, 15 yards. Yep. Yep. Your leading rusher, John Lovett, three carries, 19 and yards. And they were not even one play, one Shoestring tackle yep. away from and winning that game. You're leading and receiver. going to the playoff. Leading receiver, Tristan Ebner, 84 yards. The more we get separated from that team, the more that team just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense doesn't. at all. Interception there, from man. Jordan Williams. Who's Jordan Williams? <laughs> wait, wait. Genuine question. Who is Jordan Williams? Coming up. Is that a, that's not an Oklahoma name? Who's going to make the college football playoffs this Jordan year? Williams. This is the Drake Toll Show. Baylor Bear basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor basketball Saturday in the Farrell Center versus Northwestern State. 4.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 5 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas.
At CMC Auto Group, we don't have a popcorn machine in the lobby or any other crazy gimmick to get you in the door. I'm Justin Kramer. When you walk in, you will be greeted by me or Julio. We have been selling quality, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for the last 20 years by offering upfront best cash price to save you time and money. At CMC Auto Group, I want to invite you to come by Highway 6 and Imperial, shake my hand, and see what makes us different. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's fall clearance sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury motor-powered national bestsellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice cost. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. Oh, Richard Carr, Buick, GMC, how lovely are your SUVs. Oh, Richard Carr, Buick, GMC, I love the trucks you have for me. Strong and tough with luxury, room for all my family. Oh, Richard Carr, Buick, GMC, you are the dealership for me. I am holding on, holding on for you, holding on for you. Welcome back to the Drake Toll Show. Number four song in my most listened to in 2023. 
holding on. This one comes from Tyler Sostrom. Oh, just another Tyler, huh? Just another Tyler. Tyler Childers, Tyler Sostrom, Tyler Beatty. 107 subscribers on YouTube. Wow. And Drake's one of them. Great song, though. I like it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I like him a lot. Uh, Tyler Beatty. You left one out. Yep. I did say Tyler Beatty. You left one out. (sighs) (laughs) That was for sure the third name, Sad. Like Jordan Williams. Yeah. All forgotten. So Jordan I kind Williams. of remember Jordan Williams, but it took a lot of prompting. Ta- talking about it took a lot that of Baylor. Like, 200 career tackles? Is that what yeah, you said? Yeah, 200 career tackles. Yeah, he'd play a lot. How do we forget Jordan Williams? Avion Edwards. William Bradley King. Um, he was there. Or Avion Roy. John Lovett. Michael Hasty. I think we forget game. how good. R.J. Sneed. How really good a season James Lynch had. Christoph Henley. James Lynch was stupid, stupid I good. thought he and I thought he was going to be a stud in the NFL. Yeah. Now, he's still playing in the NFL, which is right. nothing to, to scoff at. And that he game. Got a second contract. So. The start, Baylor, with three different quarterbacks who completed nine passes and 35 rushing yards. We could do a whole show on this game. Went to overtime against C.D. Lamb yep. and yep. Jalen Hurts. Yep. <laughs> Ramondre Stevenson almost what? beat them twice. P. Ryan was he still what? there? Maybe he's gone. No, by then. I think P. Ryan's long gone by then. But yeah, how did Baylor force a single opening kickoff of the game? Noah Rauschenberg, freshman Noah Rauschenberg, <laughs> and then the first play that Oklahoma runs, Kennedy Brooks. Kennedy Brooks, that's who it was. Kennedy. Brooks. Kennedy Brooks. Nick Benito sacked Charlie Brewer on the second play of the game. That's close, man. Charlie Brewer got sacked a lot. They had Murray still there for a team that won eleven end. games. Yeah. Oh, their defense was stupid. Good. They were pretty good. Yeah. Gabe Burkich was their kicker. False start from Rob Solon put Baylor to first and fifteen. The tight end Rob Solon, number ninety one. That's crazy, man. I just this team, like Charlie, had a good year. It was nothing spectacular. He got hurt every other game. Wow, I forgot. Got sacked about a this, ton. Dude. They 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 were okay at running the ball. They were okay at passing the ball. Their defense was pretty good. Not as good as twenty twenty one by any means. Didn't force the turnovers like that team did either. They just it was what you would expect from a Baylor team of like yeah. the conference was down. They had great Again, home odd, games and they year, took advantage of it. Odd year Baylor team. They didn't beat obviously they didn't beat a ranked team because Matt Rule never beat a ranked team. Did but, he still never get? He never did. No, no. Wow. And I think that year was weird, too, in that they would keep playing teams that just fell out of the rankings. Yeah. So, like, Kansas State was early October. Um, they had just fallen out. Um, Iowa State, even before that, late September, yeah. had just fallen out because they had just lost to Iowa. And that was the last-second field goal. So they, they, they kept missing teams on that. You know, this, is cra- I mean, this isn't as crazy, but it's still just. Spencer Rattler would lead the Oklahoma Sooners to Arlington the very next year. And take on Brock Purdy's Iowa State. Yeah, baby. That, yeah, Brock Purdy was in that 2019 game, man. Oh, do you want to know what the worst? As a sophomore, do you want to know? Some, wasn't even a freshman. Do you want to know what's even worse news? Baylor led Jalen Hurts and C.D. Lamb. They should have won the game. 28 to three in the regular season. Yeah. How on God's our final score? 31-34. That game was. 
I, I want to say fever dream, but the championship game is more like a fever dream. The Sikkim Jesus. It, it just game. felt like looking back on it now that the first half just didn't even happen. Yeah, it was way too good to be true. It's the best atmosphere in McLean Stadium history. It I, was I, so great, man. That, it sold out. It's fifty thousand oh. people, and it was so loud. That touchdown from Brewer to Thornton, oh, the fumble when Hertz just puts the just lays the ball on the turf. Then he throws the pick. Throws a pick to Graylin Arnold. That's almost returned for a touchdown. Oh. I mean, I just remember how far the, we've come. The only time I've thought this during a game, but in like the middle of the second quarter, I was just thinking, not even about the game, but I wonder what the rest of the country's thinking right now. Yeah. Yeah. This is, it felt like this is the beginning of something perfect. Yep. We have our coach, we have our quarterback. Like, this is way ahead of schedule as it always was for him. Yeah. And we are. We're going to go to the playoff this year. Mm-hmm. That win would put you in the playoff. And it wasn't just a win. It was a dominating win. Because you're thinking, yeah. oh, we play OU again in the championship. Yeah. So what? And it was like everyone was waiting for us to play a good team. Everyone was waiting for us to play OU. And we had smacked them around. I can't emphasize. And if you're, if you're a student now. That's why it doesn't feel like it actually happened. If you're a student now. Because that, that was my freshman year. Which is a great, that's a great freshman year, by the way. Yeah, that was my first year out of college. I thought that, I had missed everything. That is... So much more fun than twenty one. That see that regular season was so much more it was electric. Wild, yeah, because twenty twenty one is tactical. That is, we're gonna go out there, we're gonna run the ball down your throat, yep. we're just gonna beat you. And <sighs> and it came on so strong at the end with twenty one as well because, again, you didn't know until after beating Tech on that final regular season game, and then that night that you were even gonna play in the conference championship game. Yeah, like nineteen, you knew the game to go. So it was it was this m- kind of magical ride. And they, it's a 9-0 and start, which they yeah. didn't have in 21 either. 20 in 20 in, in 19, is it 9-0 and or is it it's I think it's 9-0. I think they stop at 10. It, maybe it's 10-0 and they stop at 11. I think 11. it's 10-0. And, and you're, oh, wow. I think it's 9 because I think they beat UT the next week and then Kansas. Yeah, because the week before, the week before that Oklahoma game yes. is TCU 9 nothing. Yes. And then it's 9-9 and yes. it's Mayor. They're going to put Mayor out there. Kansas. Which is also a week after Halloween night on a Thursday. Yep. Beating a terrible West Virginia team by degrees. three. 30 like 17 degrees. to 14. They missed a field goal at the end. Awful. I think. Um, or blocked. Who's, who's on the call for that? It's. it's uh, uh, he's, he always calls the wild games. He had Oklahoma Baylor. Pete Susan. No. Oklahoma Baylor has the wild games. He always calls wild games. He the, is, I had Baylor Oklahoma that year? No. In. In. RG3's year. Oh, Tessator. Joe Tessator called that, that game. On Thursday night, On a Thursday night, just terrible game. And so cold. Baylor Oof. does TCU. It's 9 nothing. Mayers kicks the field goal that he should have. He had no business making. 51 no business in that game? And the overhits in that game. The overhits in 9-9. Incredibly. And it's Tyquan Thornton catches that touchdown. Remember the TCU touchdown? Was it I Rager? think it's a Denzel Mims, by the way. Hey, you're right. It's Mims. Was it Rager that it catches is. that ball, that crazy catch in the end zone? Yes. And then Baylor intercepts. That shouldn't have been a touchdown. Baylor intercepts Duggan. Is it Duggan at the end of the yes. game? Yes. Yep. Baylor intercepts Max Duggan. Yeah, because remember, Max was in. And they were terrible. CC was so bad that year. Yeah. And they were on the cusp of beating Baylor. Baylor comes back. Then you host college game day the next week. Uh, I think OU would barely beat somebody that week as well, so we could have that game day matchup. They come to town. Lee Corso picks Baylor. Baylor's up 28-3. And then everything unravels from there. I think it was 31-10 at halftime. 
and then everything unravels in the second half. Charlie Brewer throws the pick at the end of the game. It reminds you that 2019 Baylor team is a team of destiny. Yes, that's what it felt like the whole time. 2021's tactical. In 19, it was, you don't deserve to be in any of these games. Right. You were 7-6 and six last year. A lucky 7-6. and six. You lost to Duke. Yeah, and it was. Yeah. Here is a season in 2019 where you on the road. Doesn't matter who gets hurt. Doesn't matter what you need at the end of the game. If it's John Mayer's 53-yard field goal, it's going to go your way. That what every week was nuts. The yeah, that, that's the Tech, thing. It was, it was double heart overtime. attacks every week. Yep. Double so overtime. you had last-second field goal against Iowa State. You had yep. double overtime against Tech with the... Where the game that you had lost, but for a penalty. Yes. Okay. And was called the penalty was called incorrectly. They yes. gave you the ball back. Yes. Seventeen yeah. fourteen against West Virginia. Triple overtime after a fifty one yard game time field goal against yep. TCU. Even the OU game, you blew that one, but that's an unbelievable game. And you game, end up right? stomping Texas. The Texas yes. game was not close. Yes, Texas game wasn't close. Texas and you have has the to, wild Big Twelve championship. Remember the game. end of the Texas game, what they did? They, they call timeout to get in the end zone. Just to score a touchdown yeah. against Baylor. It's embarrassing. Like 24-10 final, Embarrassing. I so Tom Herman could point to it at the end of the year and say, well, 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 well. Yep, yep. We score. 24-10, I mean, pff, one break the other way, we're in that game. Correct. Which um, is not true. And then, the, yes, the Big 12 championship, it's so odd. And you lose to Jake Fromm in Georgia yeah. in, the, in the Sugar Bowl. Here's this. That was the most non-competitive game they played all season. Talking about names from that 2019 team. A team that just had no business being in running with CeeDee Lamb and Jalen Hurts from Andre Stevenson. The best part about that team and the personnel, they yeah. had the best middle linebacker in the Big 12. And then he got hurt in the middle of the season. Yeah, and Clay they replaced Johnston. him with the best middle linebacker in the Terrell Big 12. Terrell Bernard. Yeah, both those guys. They each played about, I think, it's homecoming when I Johnson gets hurt against Texas game. Tech. Because he, he, he picks the ball off, and that's mm-hmm. when he gets hurt. Uh, and then and Ber- that's exactly halfway through his 6-0. And Bernard comes in and has about as many tackles as... He in, was awesome. Baylor played 14 games. They each played seven and had about the same stat line. Uh, defensively in the Big 12 Championship, leading tackler, Jordan Williams. Who could forget? Right behind him, Chris Miller. Ben, I'm going to need a refresher on that one. Chris Miller? DB. Chris Miller? Number three. He was big. Chris Miller is like a Raleigh Tejada type. He was the... Oh, Him and Graylin yes. Arnold. And, yes. Yeah, yeah. He was kind of like... Christian Morgan before Christian Correct. Morgan. Correct. Okay. Raleigh Tejada before Raleigh Tejada. Sure. James Lynch. Henry Black. Has four tackles, like two sacks in that game. Oh, Ter- what a player. Terrell Bernard. Uh, Blake Lynch. Henry Black. Blake Lynch, who can play literally any position Blake you put Lynch. him on the field. He played. He was number two that year. Receiver. Terrell Bernard was 26. Running back, linebacker, uh-huh. safety. Um, here's some more. Henry Black. Yep. Streets remember. James Lockhart. He might still be in the league. Henry Black's a single-digit guy. James Lockhart, a single-digit guy. Graylon Arnold, a single-digit guy. Uh, Bravion Roy, monster. monster the, that James, was Matt Rule's favorite player. Jameson Houston, monster. Houston. Ross Matissick has a tackle in the game. The long snapper who Baylor who has featured. a fumble recovery in the, in the NFL, NFL this year. Yep. Chidi Obanaya, who really never, never panned out. What? Never panned out. He played back then? Abram Smith. Also last year? Wearing number 28. Uh, Linebacker Abram Smith, pretty much. Yeah. Arnold, Christian Morgan, J.T. Woods, Kalen Barnes, Boogie Barnes. Kalen Barnes a had a boogie, good year, a young Boogie, and, and Owen, then ran very fast to get drafted. And of course, Owen Rogers also had a tackle in the game from Phoenix, Arizona. Owen Rogers. Did Garrett McGuire do anything in that game? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, coming up, who died today and this day in sports history? This is the Drake Toll Show. 
Baylor women's basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women play their first road game of the season Thursday in Dallas against SMU. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Thursday. Join Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by D'Amori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. D'Amori Fine Jewelers at D'AmoriFineJewelers.com. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's Fall Clearance Sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury Motor Powered National Best Sellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice cost. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. All Around Maintenance is your complete janitorial and construction cleanup service. Whether you're looking for someone to clean your business or you need quick cleanup after a big construction, All Around Maintenance handles the nitty-gritty. We're real Central Texans, working with your schedule to satisfy your needs since 1996. We'll leave your office, school, restaurant, industrial facility, house of worship, or apartment complex spotless at an honest rate. Visit us today at allaroundmaintenance.net. That's allaroundmaintenance.net. Let us do the dirty work. Everyone at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac loves giving back to the Central Texas community. And once again, they're participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign. And they're asking for your support. Toys for Tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas. Now through December 7th, listeners of this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. 
Drop it off in the bed of the 2024 GMC Sierra pickup truck right there on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute these toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from the dealership, Richard Carr will purchase $100 of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, 900 West Loop 340 at Imperial Drive in Waco. Welcome back to the Drake Toll Show. Tyler Childers, born again. Number five. Most listened to song on my list. When was he born the first time? 2023. Oh, that's young. That's a young man. You know, uh, and we'll play your Spotify most listened to tomorrow. I'm excited about that one. I'm not. It's also eclectic. Eclectic. Mine is not. Mine is weird because I'll just listen to albums straight through. So mm. this has got like if I've listened to one song, like gone and searched the song more than ten times, I'm yeah, gonna put that on. There's number one. Three Tyler Childers songs in my top five. And then number one artist this year is in the top one percent point one percent of oh, listeners. Dude, I dropped down into the second percentile of Oasis fans. Wow, I am Bad always year, in huh? the point one. Yeah, that's, that's a huge drop. Not a lot of new. Uh, not a lot of new Oasis. Listen to music a lot of podcasts involved here. No, I just. I do have them on vinyl. So. Oh, that's what it that's is. It's part of it. You're one of those guys, dude. I like vinyl. I'm not, I wouldn't call myself a vinyl slob, but yeah, I like it. Oh, I'll get my wagon out front, send you a telegram later. <laughs> that's supposed you... to be the hip thing. You're supposed to be hip. No. That's a hipster the thing, thing to thing do. Be, use the new stuff they have for you. It's way cheaper. I do use it. <laughs> I'm, I'm using Spotify. Oh. I have a couple of vinyl con- albums. I just said I'm not a snob about it. Let me do the inconvenient it. thing that's old. Who died today? Uh, first. The party. This is a tough one. Clotarius. 81. Couldn't, can never find him. Uh, he's the king of France. Dies at about 61 years of age in what year? Clotarius. Okay, fine. 1480. 561. 561. Philip of France. Philip IV of France. King. Well, known French as people. Philip the Handsome. Dies of a cerebral stroke at 46 while not he's a, hunting. Not as good looking as me. That was in 1738. 1314. 1314. I just wanted a Fetty in there. Uh, how about this guy? James J. Braddock, American. Oh, Marxist. the Cinderella man. Yeah. 1955. 37, died at the age of 69. Oh, he died that? Wait. He was young. Wait. He died at the age of 69 and 37. I thought he was the heavyweight champ in 37. Am I thinking about a different guy? He was heavyweight champ. He was heavyweight champ. You're right. He died in 74. 74. It's like, wait a minute. Okay. This died in 74 at the age of 69. Dorothy Day. Uh, 1980. <gasps> Nailed it. I mean, landed the plane. Dorothy Day died in 1980. Today. November <laughs> yeah, 29th, baby. Yeah. 1980. Natalie yeah. Wood, actress from Miracle on Thirty mm. Fourth. Maybe I'm too cocky. I think this is 1981. Oh my gosh! Absolutely is. Absolutely is. This I guy, learned it from my friend Christopher Walken. This guy, <laughs> Cary Grant, died today. 
1985. 1986. Oh, oh it's too good to be true. Heat Graham. check. Heat check. For some reason, I knew that in Hollywood. Uh, George Harrison. Oh. Yeah. Didn't know how to tell you. November 29th, 2001. George Harrison died in 2001. Yeah. Yep. He My lost. favorite Beatle. What's your favorite George Harrison song? It's it's low-hanging fruit, but it's My Sweet Lord. Mm, okay. Yeah. It's uh, a great song. We lost great song. Chuck Stobart today. American college football coach at Toledo, Utah, and Memphis. Died Who at the age forget? of 90. 2018. 2022. That is who died today. How about dead or alive? Are these celebrities still oh. alive or have they left us? These are NBA players. Oh. Let's yeah. start it off easy. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, dead or alive? Alive. He is. Thankful. He's so thankful. Manute Bull. Dead. Manute Bull is dead. 2015, 16. Bill Bradley. He's got to be dead. He's listening right now. Is Bill Bradley in the room with us? You're kidding. Bill Bradley's 80 years old You're today. You're kidding. Happy birthday to Bill Bradley, still alive. Dr. J. Wow. Bill Bradley, one of the all-time great college players. Yep. Bill, Bradley. Bill Bradley's 65 still 65 years ago. Yeah, uh-huh. 60 years ago. I guess he's 80. Dead or alive, Moses Malone. No helping, Ward. Uh-huh. No helping, Ward. Come on. That's what makes this, the game fun, Ward. I have, this game weird, fun. I have this weird feeling he's dead. Is Moses he dead? Moses Malone is dead. No longer <sighs> with us, Moses Malone. Uh, died in 2015. He's been gone for a little bit now. He's 60 years old. Give me Kevin McHale. Alive. Very Hibbing, easy. Minnesota native Kevin McHale. Same hometown as Bob Dylan. Curly Neal, dead or alive? I don't know. I'm going to go dead. He is dead. Aaron landed it. 2020. Lost man 2020. 77 years old. Okay, Akeem Olajuwon. He is alive. Yes, he is. The dream is alive. The dream is alive. Bill Russell. Unfortunately, passed away on my birthday. In last 2020, year. 88 years old. Bill Walton. Pretty easy. Ask him. I don't know, but ask us. He is alive. John Havlicek. Unfortunately, dead. Kind of yeah. out of nowhere. I mean, he was old, but he didn't have any health problems. He died in 2019, I think. Died in 2019, 79 yeah. years old. Celtics uh, all time leading scorer. Meadowlark Lemon. <laughs> Is he the fellow who hosts the press box? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who that is. Metal Arc Lemon dead at the age of 83 in 2015. That is dead or alive all-time basketball greats. And today in right. sports history, the third Iron Bowl. Alabama beats <laughs> Auburn 18 to nothing. Neutral site, Montgomery. 1905. 1894. They're so spread out. Why do they do this? Meanwhile, there's a post game the other day. They're like, this is the 40th Iron Bowl. Something ridiculously low number. Uh, Give me Trish Speaker. Trish Speaker resigns as manager of the Cleveland Indians while facing game fixing allegations. 1921. 1926. The first ever great player, Trish Speaker. First ever NFL game broadcast nationally was between the wow. Bears and the Detroit Lions. It was on Thanksgiving. Nineteen sixteen is the final score. Yep. It was nineteen thirty eight. Nineteen thirty four. We had live sports. Hulu had live sports. Yeah, which in is crazy. I don't think the first baseball one was until thirty seven. Uh Joe Bellino's Heisman Trophy year. 1962. 1960. Dang. The Winchester Rifle. Was Staubach 62 or 63? In this year, Major League Baseball decides to revert to just one All-Star game. 
where there had previously yeah, yeah, been they, two. They did two, um, which they only did it for a couple years, but they reverted back to one in 1960. 1962. Joe Montana breaks the record by completing 22 consecutive passes for the 49ers in what year? 1982. 1987 for Joe Montana. This one's a fun one. In what year? Bobby Orr. Did the Calgary Stampeders win the CFL Grey Cup in the Sky Dome in Toronto? They beat Winnipeg 24-10. And the reason I bring this up is because the winning quarterback, Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie goes 33 for 49, 480 yards with two touchdowns, and wins the Canadian Football League MVP. A legend in Canada. In what Absolute year? legend. 92. 19 and 92. The year of our Lord. Tough to sneak a Doug Flutie one past me. Yep. Love me some Doug Flutie. Give you the last couple here. One, How like about this? Three great cups. The 79th Iron Bowl, Alabama beats no, Auburn. No, <laughs> no, Is the Iron Bowl in the room with us? Is the 79th Iron Bowl? No, 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 no. <laughs> Alabama beats Auburn 55-44 in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know it's not the 90s. <sighs> 2005. 2014. 55-44 oh, What? Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, I'm trying man. to think of what well, Iron I was thinking Bowl that like, I was thinking like 04. Um, like Tommy Tupperville was yeah. was there at Auburn. They uh, were really true. good. So maybe it was a letdown the next year, but they were still okay. 2014, I can't remember anything about that game. Uh, it's it's the after, after the best Iron Bowl ever. Year after yeah. the kick six. Yeah, Bama beats Auburn 55-44 in Tuscaloosa. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, British Mercedes Blake driver, Sims. finishes second in Abu Dhabi F1 Grand Prix. 2022. 2015. Uh, and Messi's seventh. Argentina Ballon and PSG Ford, Lionel Messi wins record seventh award from Robert Lewandowski. Lewandowski. FC Barcelona attacking midfielder Alexia Putellas is Women's World Player of the Year in what year? That's 2022. Messi wins his seventh World Player of the Year in 2021. Oh, I knew it was between one of those. On November 29th. Good golly, Miss Molly. Of 2021. That's Cameron Stewart. Aaron Sexton runs the board. When we come back, it won't be us. It'll be the voice of the Bears. Ba- when the vo- Royal We comes back. The voice of the Bears, John Morris. We'll bring you the latest in Baylor, as well as have John M- Ryan McGuire on the show. Here we go. Matt Mosley from 3 to 6 today will bring you other things that exist in the sports world. This has been and always will be. Thanks for making it your lunchtime listen every single day. The Drake Dole Show. Recently on the John Moore Show. Max Muncy, uh, Baylor Baseball, headed into the Baylor Athletic.